Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello and welcome to DCP Lab episode number 173. Today we got error on the show from Clan Redeem. Welcome, Air. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's things? Welcome, welcome. Good. We're doing good. Nice. Good. Some pretty I, impressive uh, belts you got hanging on the wall there. I like your yeah, decorations. I don't know if my head's blocking one of them. <laughs> Everyone tells me my head's my fat head's in the way. Can I? Yeah, you're gonna have to rearrange that for maximum effect. Maybe do like a kind of like a halo a crown thing. Where, yeah, all three of them. <laughs> yeah, something head. like that. That would be pretty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can I order some of those off of Etsy by any chance? Can I get a link? No. No. No, I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> got to get. Maybe you could get a, a you gotta plushie. Do a raid. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Only, only worlds first, exclusively, right? We could yeah, get that, right? So close. Yeah, we've been yeah, really close. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe in you guys. Uh, speaking of worlds first, how many worlds first do you have under your belt? Uh, four in total, but three normal modes. So that's the three belts. Okay, gotcha. What was and the, the fourth? Is a prestige. What was the prestige one? A uh, Leviathan. Leviathan prestige. Mm. Okay, nice. No belt for that one. They didn't give a belt out for that? Just normal mode belts. Ah. No pre- yeah. hard mode such procedures. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. What was the most memorable world's first for you? Last Wish, easy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was the biggest raid in Destiny's history. Longest, hardest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> biggest <laughs> prestige, biggest viewership, everything. The time it took, all that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last Wish everything was insane. It was outstanding. Oh, I know. Every room you walk into, you're just like, what is going on? And then seeing yeah. Riven as you fall down is... What was Maybe your first reaction to seeing Riven going down? Well, I actually saw it on someone on uh, Ninji stream. Because oh, they were yeah. in that encounter for six hours before us or something. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah, nice. but we were in Vault for like a long time. Vault was tricky. There was a lot of... Yes. Uh, I, th- I was watching DCP do it. <laughs> And I heard lots of theories of something about the light, guys. We've got to Penumbra. figure out something to do with the light. Antumbra, <laughs> what <Penumbra>. is Penumbra? <laughs> yeah. Dude, so much misdirection the, everywhere. The way the shadows cast. How Sounded each room insane. Had different shadows. <laughs> yeah, we were looking at everything on the wall, the ceiling, the shadows. <laughs> the shadow looks like a piece. What does that mean? <laughs> we were at one point. We were grouping these symbols into different types of animals and corresponding the animals to the room. So the trees would the tree room were birds and like what we call uh, globe or middle would be like the snakes like we were overthinking anything and everything <laughs> yeah it, yeah that's what's great though that's about raid day is that overthinking yeah. stuff coming up with wild yeah. theories about well maybe it's this it's like no yeah. it's just over here 
And, and it's always, part, we know that, yeah, we know not to overthink, right? But exactly. you can't help yourself because at some point you're like, well, maybe I'm supposed to overthink it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there are so many times in Volt where someone would be like, I know what to do. I got it. We do it. Nothing. Back to square one. And like that happened 10 times. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was yeah. frustrating for us in that encounter was that we hit on something that had nothing to do with the puzzle, but just happened mm -hmm. to work to get <laughs> us like three yeah. quarters yep. of the way through. Misdirection. Yep. <laughs> and like it just random chance got us like three quarters of the way through. And then we were convinced that, oh, we must have just messed it up. So we yep. just continued right. on that path for hours after that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's exciting when that happens. It's always fun. Yeah. I, that's why I recommend if you can get a group of friends together to do day one raids. It's really mm -hmm. very unique gaming experiences. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I know some people who they will kind of just go completely dark until they beat the raid. So, mm -hmm. you know, they have regular jobs. They can't take the day off and they'll just get to it when they can. And everyone on their team agrees to go blind and they just work. They just work through it. So it's it's 100 percent worth it trying to do it blind if you can. Yeah. Because you get well, those experiences. Nice about the last raid being released on Saturday is a bunch more, many yeah. more people were able to get into it. Right. Yep. Yeah, how'd you feel about the, the the Garden of Salvation, how it was set up? And the way, I, yeah, the pacing and all that? I really liked it. Um, yeah, I liked everything about it. I liked pretty much every encounter. The first encounter is awesome. One of the best opening encounters of a raid. Then the bosses. There's a lot going on in the boss, so a lot of teamwork, coordination, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I, overall, I really enjoyed it. Did you like how Bungie did... Um, uh, contest and how there was several days beforehand. Yeah, I think the way it should be done in the future is exactly like that, where it's easy to get to the minimum for contest mode. That way, everyone's on the same page. That way, it's completely fair. So I, I really enjoy that. I nice. like that change a lot. Nice. Yeah, yeah, contest seems to be dialed in pretty well. Like it seems mm -hmm. to be achieving what they want to achieve. It's giving everybody a chance to get into that raid day one, ready to go. Uh, and then basically it's skill, not the amount of time you put in grinding that, that gets mm -hmm. you through the mm -hmm. raid. Yeah. Yeah, it's skill, perfect. communication, your ability to stay alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those type of things. Uh, so back to the belts. You were <laughs> at GC. So we didn't get a chance to go to GC last year, but there was a very mm -hmm. special ceremony that happened at that time, mm -hmm. right? And a certain yep. uh, changing of your name. Rainbow. Yeah, so... Big Show pronounced my name E H Roar <laughs> very <Nice>. loudly, <laughs> you know, like WWE style, and E H then Roar. So that's that's the new thing. Nice. So whenever people see my name, that's what they say, that which is great. awesome. I think. What was that like <laughs> standing up there and getting the belt from uh, Big Show? It was crazy. Uh, obviously, a once in a lifetime experience. When, like, when will you ever be able to get a belt from a <laughs> former, you know, champion in WWE. So yeah, it was amazing. That's really cool, man. Yeah, I'm so glad they were able to put that together because he's a huge Destiny fan. And then mm -hmm. having an event for you guys who have been world's first, I think is perfect. Especially as the belts take like seven years to get to you if they go in the mail. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can be kind of slow. <laughs> a little bit slow. <laughs> what was it like yeah, getting the... To him. What, what was it like getting... I was going to say... Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, go for it. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. I was going to say, you guys talked about how he's a big Destiny fan. We talked to him afterwards, and yeah, he was talking everything and everything with us. He just wanted to talk Destiny. 
So it was pretty awesome. So actually, and he's been, he's a hunter. Yeah, yep. that's why I wanted to bring up what was, what was it like getting the belt from a hunter. I mean, it had to be done. I, I prefer a warlock, but you know. <laughs> Ouch! Man. Yeah. Did you have to like wash it or anything afterward? Get the hunter off? No, I I think it was fine. <laughs> I probably should though. <laughs> Uh, what what do you are you consider yourself a warlock main? Oh yeah, in yeah. Destiny Two, yeah, I've ah. mained every character throughout Destiny, but in Destiny Two, warlock conversant. Oh, pretty much don't even look at the other. Don't even look. Wow. What is it about warlock that kind of keeps you engaged? Um, from day one in the beta, the devourer and blink, and I it was the fastest class in the beta with blink, yeah. so I was naturally. As a speedrunner, pulled to that. Then just, I love all the subclasses. I love all the exotics. It's just overall really, really good foundation for like the type of things I do. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. How did you get started in speed uh, speedrunning in Destiny? Uh, so, if you guys remember in Call of Duty, like the spec op missions where there were like a little training courses or whatever, mm -hmm. I did that yeah. a bit. And then in Destiny, just one day, there was a Nightfall, it was Tanix with Arc and Specialist. And I was like, I was just speedrun this for fun. And I ended up getting the fastest time solo, beating out the fire team time. Oh wow. Nice. Yeah. And that's when the team Hidden Machine at the time noticed me and invited me, which then merged with Redeem several years later. Oh, nice. So that's how you got started with Redeem. Mm. Yep. Very cool. Yep, yep. And this is back D1 days, obviously. Tanix. Yeah, like House Wolves. Well, Tanix yeah. is in Shadowkeep, you know, maybe. <laughs> right. No, no it doesn't it make any <laughs> The shadow of Tanix. <laughs> Are you a day one Destiny player? Uh, Actually, Christmas time. Mm. I didn't have Xbox One, and I didn't have it for 360. Okay, yeah. But once I got Xbox One. You, so you started on Xbox One during uh, Dark Below? Yes. Nice. When did, did you so at, I some, didn't, at some point, did you get PS4 in Destiny 1's life? Uh, never. Wow. Came from Xbox. Xbox. Nice. All the redeemed people are all Xbox for the most part. Oh, nice. Yeah. Actually, didn't oh, I didn't that. know that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. That's really cool. I started on Xbox with um, mm -hmm. with Destiny, uh, but I did get PS4 eventually. But yeah. Is there, um, so you say you like Warlock exclusively in Destiny 2. Is there things mm -hmm. that you feel like you miss in D1 when it comes to the other classes? That you wish was different. Like I, that I'd wish were in D two. Yeah. Um, unnecessarily, like I said, I mostly played whoever was like the quickest subclass or quickest mm -hmm. character for speedrunning. D one that was Titan for the longest right. time. Then in Warlock or in Destiny two, it's Warlock. So that's been the main factor, I guess. But I also just generally love Warlock in this game too, not just for the speedrunning. Hmm. Because of the dresses? <laughs> yes. <laughs> dresses. I will, uh, I'll refrain from saying certain things. <laughs> Tafty loves warlocks. They're the best. I love them. Um, yeah. So what do, what do you currently speedrun, actually? Like, do you look for certain challenges currently right now? or? Uh, doing YouTube has more so taken over my time, I don't really do that much speedrunning or challenges anymore. Okay. I do do a few speedruns here or there that I find interesting. But I did that stuff 
all day, every day back in D1. It, I'm not necessarily burned out on it, but just focused there's on only so much and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so many things yeah. you can technically speed run in the game before you've checked them all I've out been the there box. Done right. it all. Yeah. yeah. What you focus on on your YouTube channel? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was that? What do you Thank focus you. on on your YouTube channel? Just pumping out as many videos as I can and uh, quality videos. What kind? Uh, of I do. Topic. I do mostly uh, like bre uh, breakdowns of builds, weapons, stuff like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, what What was there about an activity that you would see and be like, this has a chance of me being able to speed run this super fast? Um, I like activities that have a lot of heavy actor sections. So, mm -hmm. like strikes, mm -hmm. then Whisper the Worm. I love oh, Whisper yeah. the Worm. I've never been a huge fan of raids besides Crota. Crota mm -hmm. is my favorite raid to speedrun. Is that because you could solo it? Mm hmm. Okay. Yep, I solo speedrun. I feel that. Yeah. Being able to solo Crota is gay. I know for a long time, people just talked so much crap about Crota. And then it seemed like in the past year, maybe people appreciated it a bit more, which is interesting. And I think it's because it was a little bit more accessible for not your, maybe not your average player, but a lot more people to do it in a duo or solo. And I personally really enjoyed that. I thought it added something really cool to be able to be like, you know what? I got some time. Let me just go do Crota. I don't need to find a team. So I, I yeah. like, I liked Crota. The pain of the initial like three or four months where it was super buggy has also worn <laughs> off. Like going back to Crota now is colored by like the second version of that raid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. But the initial version of that raid when it was brand new, like you could spend hours in there just getting hit by bugs. Yeah. If Crota came into the room though, that was always yeah. hilarious and oh. amazing. One of my favorite Destiny <laughs> videos of all time was the one where Crota was just bugging out for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Like it's just clips of bu Crota bugging out, like saying, get over here. <laughs> it was yeah. a great video. Chases you into the crystal room. Yeah. Like, what are you doing in here, dude? <laughs> that was the best. But you yeah. like went down in the pit and he chased people up the stairs. And it was a, <laughs> there was a yeah. ton of them. So when you see him start slightly moving, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Every <laughs> oh, now and then, every now and then that night upstairs from the crystal room would suddenly be in the crystal room with you because it glitched. Yep. It was yeah. like, what is this guy doing here? It's <laughs> 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 yeah. great times. Yeah. Good times indeed. Uh, how do you like the raids in D2 versus the raids in D1? Um, now, that, now that we've got quite a bit of selection between the two of them at this point. They're overall made way better. They're better raids. I think a lot of things in D2 are way better than D1. Just the way they're designed and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I like them. I like, yeah, that's pretty much it. I like them a lot. Just cross the board. Everything better. about them, yeah. They're better. Yeah. I don't think, the only raid I haven't liked is Eat of Worlds. That's the only one. Sure. Mm. Really? Interesting. All the other really? ones are good. Not what the, didn't you like about yeah, Eater of Worlds? Yeah. Uh, it's a patrol with a boss at the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's an encounter where you're f fighting off Gabal dropships. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. For no reason. True. Just they're just there. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved like the gunshot part of it where you yeah, get shot out right. the gun, especially like that first time where you're like, you know, it's kind of a surprise. And then you gotta like aim yourself while you're falling. And then I love the final boss fight, or like the final boss 
kind of arena because you got to be so mobile and you're constantly running around and oh yeah the, the boss fight's amazing yeah but everything else i feel like that's the thing that i remember about Eater worlds is the boss fight Mm, yeah, yeah, that's because yeah. that's all there was to it. <laughs> that is, well, yeah, like I said, <laughs> there was the weird purple stuff. There was the the gunshot thing. There going into space. That yes. jumping puzzle on the pegs. Yeah, yeah. I, like, oh, I do like the tank counter. Yeah, so there there was stuff, but there's feel, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, before we go into Destiny stuff, I wanted to uh, talk about um, your YouTube career and actually when did you get started with YouTube, actually? Because I know we talked about speedrunning and getting into or connecting with Clan Redeem and all that. But like, when did mm-hmm. when did YouTube happen for you? When did it start becoming something and all that? I've been doing it since like 2010 for fun. Okay. But then in Destiny 2, when it came out is when I really started focusing and I made a few videos here or there and they got some good traction to them and just kind of ran with it, you know? So that's Destiny 2 launch for sure, but really Forsaken once we got World's First Last Wish is okay. where everything really po- picked up for all of us. How, how often were you posting during D2 Vanilla launch? At the beginning, not at all. But once I started, like around Warmind-ish, mm-hmm. try to do almost daily. Okay. Then wow. towards Forsaken, almost Two, three times a day. Wow. Or wow. Months. Yeah. Wow. What's your what's your content like today? Are you still maintaining that type of schedule? Uh when a DLC or season comes out daily for as long as I can. If that's a month, month and a half, two months, whatever okay. it is, then maybe a short break before the next season. Nice. For someone starting out on YouTube, what would be mm-hmm. your recommendations? for the way the gaming world is right now when it comes to YouTube videos? Uh, try to post stuff that people have questions about. Cause, Or even if you have a question about it, if it's something like you don't know right off the bat, there's probably a lot of other people that have the same question. True. So a, a lot of people on YouTube are looking for answers to something. Mm-hmm. So if it's, is this gun good? Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Usually, compared to Twitch, where it's more entertainment and stuff like that, YouTube people are there for answers, mm-hmm. information, right? Yeah, you definitely you definitely get picked up more so in search stuff, because obviously mm-hmm. people people are looking for entertainment on YouTube, but in terms of mm-hmm. what people are searching, like you said, yeah, they're totally going to be looking to for grow. Answers you, you need exactly answering questions. Yeah. I'd say you need the yeah. Google algorithm to pick up. You, you need like. At least the video that hooks in and to and how do I how how does this work or how does so that you kind of get swept up by that Google algorithm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you can start putting in you know little series and stuff that's not just answering questions for, for people to be entertained. But you we do want to keep a consistent <laughs> consistent upload of answering questions and just informative to, things to grow for sure. Yeah, I think that's the easiest way to grow. Answering questions on YouTube. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Why does Bungie hate this loadout? Click here. (laughs) (laughs) Then you go into the clickbaits. Exactly. There you go. There's a lot of money to be had in clickbait. (laughs) There is. Uh, Another thing, you're known for breaking stuff, right? Apparently. (laughs) I guess that's the thing. Yeah? How did that happen? Uh, So I've... Obviously, I've always been a speedrunner, so I've done stuff like that 
forever. I just didn't upload it necessarily, right? And now that I've become a YouTuber, I still find stuff here or there, but also people come to me with stuff. And then obviously I make a video, then it goes around and Glad does it on stream, blah, blah, blah. Then next thing you know, it's disabled. So I guess that's, <laughs> that's the thing. All right. You're the, you're the catalyst. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. I'm the one that puts it out there, I guess. But it's not always me that finds it. A lot of times people will come to me with it. Gotcha. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So a lot of people, they tend to gravitate towards you for def discovering something that's really weird that is happening yeah. in the game, right? Like mm -hmm. Telesto, again, has some sort of weird. <laughs> yeah, there's anything and everything with Telesto. Telesto yeah. is aligned with the moon in a certain angle that causes the game to delete half its assets. Yep. Yeah, uh, that happened. <laughs> yeah, with Bungie this week, stuff happened, right? That was kind of like the the first major bad thing that happened, right? Like Bungie's never had to do any kind of rollback. And in general, I think if we look at Destiny being this always online game, they've done pretty well in terms of not having really major screw-ups with the game. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. But this was, uh, this was when people logged in and after the patch, well, it wasn't even like a full patch. It was like a hot fix. Mm -hmm. um, they logged in and they saw that their glimmer was gone or part of it. Their ascendant shards. There was they even lore missing. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what we were saying. We were saying uh, it's a wealth tax. Bungie, Bungie tax man came in. Mm -hmm. Tess Eververse came around and said, uh, <laughs> that would You ain't been by. <laughs> yeah, looked at the books. Looks like you haven't been reporting things correctly. I'm going to have to take all your glimmer. <laughs> so for anyone that did log in IRS all this time <laughs> she, she I mean it makes sense it does um, it does yeah <laughs> it what do you really, think Fenchurch really has been does. doing the whole time that's uh, right she is Fenchurch your, your earnings so, yeah, he's been auditing everyone <laughs> true <laughs> yeah this is crazy Very first true. time this ever happened it, for for Destiny right yeah it was everyone's accounts too it, it didn't matter if you logged in or not yeah yeah people checked we're checking dim and they're like yep, yeah all my stuff's gone great fantastic so yeah but they fixed it yeah so they they, they, they had they did, to yeah. actually roll back the data like they had to do they had to roll back to have a few hours or whatever uh of the player database again it's never been done before in destiny history so this is no. a pretty monumental screw up that happened yeah. In in that side, and luckily they were able to just roll back a few hours. So if you happen to run through the raid and get anarchy during that hour, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, there's something interesting about that I've heard is that people remember their loot they got in that hour, and said once they ran the activity again after the rollback, they got the exact same loot. Oh, so really? It might oh, wow. be predetermined the second you launch an activity, or like oh, the no. next time I do Shattering Throne ever will already be determined what I get. So Bungie is screwing me intentionally. There is an intentional RNG screwing <laughs> happening. <laughs> that's just a free. I don't know if that's no, someone's going this. around and being like, with it. Yep. no, <laughs> I'm never going to get a raid exotic in my Here life. Here we go. New and video. And this is why. Why is Bungie screwing us? <laughs> <laughs> how long was Bungie or how long was Destiny down for in total? It was a while, like seven hours, eight hours. Uh, seven no, hours. more. A, yeah, because the patch came out, right, which would, would have been nine. 
And then it, it didn't like, come back until like 7.30 p.m. Pacific. That's so not bad. Was, I'll be honest with you. It was a day, basically, for a yeah. lot of people. Like, I'm sure there's somebody who's super pissed off about this because it impacted their life in a tremendous way. But uh, Typhoon Trev. <laughs> <laughs> but nine hours, you know, to uh, roll back something that erased everybody's loot. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Good on you. Uh, good on uh, you I for mean, fixing it. Again, this had to have been a pretty serious error that happened. Oh, yeah. In the game yeah. that caused a cascading effect of all these. Imagine how many materials and assets and all that were just completely Ooh. screwed up and they had to just do Check a rollback. Check the bungee RS. Right. Got it. Yeah. So it's it's pretty amazing. They were able to grab it, squash it, get things back up within, uh, I guess, 12 hours or whatever. So a Cautionary tale. Don't forget to back up. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're doing just saying hey let's uh roll this back and uh put the old backup back in <laughs> boot from backup yeah <laughs> do we have time machine running on this server <laughs> that's what the season's all about yeah they had to re realign the, the role playing yeah yeah speaking of the season and all that stuff and the timeline how did you feel about the the puzzle uh, I was actually moving most that week. I was there the first night for the first 19-hour puzzle, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, that was fun. I watched and kept up with most of it. It was awesome. I just, just like everyone else, the reward, that's pretty much the only thing. Mm-hmm. You liked everything yeah, up the until the awesome. reward? Yeah, it was, I think it was pretty well done. It There were people doing the spreadsheets, but they also needed the screenshots from the entire community. So everyone mm-hmm. was involved in some way which was awesome. It was just the fact that, and it's not really their fault because it was some of the stuff was data mined with the voice lines or whatever. Right. The sword on the uh, grave. People just expected someone else, which isn't their fault, but at the same time, it still is a letdown. Yeah. It's, it was, for sure. It's how they handled the reveal of Bastion on the roadmap. Because yeah. if it was a completely new exotic that nobody knew anything about, then it would have been like, whoa, cool. Well, yeah, and we're used to these secrets equaling a new thing, right? Mm-hmm. So when a secret comes along and it's a thing that's on a mo- roadmap that we were going to get anyway, it's like, oh. But considering the issue that happened, wasn't that bad that Bastion came early, seeing as we were supposed to get it this past Tuesday. Yeah. Imagine all the people that would have been smoked <laughs> if you logged in. You're like, you can't log in to get a new exotic that was on the roadmap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd been bad. Yeah, that... That would have been rough. Definitely rough on that. Um, yeah, so kind of interesting week for Bungie in yeah. Destiny. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you never want to see servers go down or people like losing gear that they've earned in a game like this, but I'm glad they yep. fixed it so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I thought they did good. Yep. Um, there are some stuff things to look forward to. Uh, we got some details on the Empyrean Foundation in the TWAB today. Yes, we did. Let's go through it. Uh, so next week, the Imperium Foundation rebuild effort begins. Save 14 will ask all Guardians to contribute to building a beacon that will be a foundation for things to come next season. Could you call it a lighthouse, prayer? Would you go as <laughs> far to call it a lighthouse? A, lighthouse? Are we a beacon of light? different things. Beacon. <laughs> <laughs> the Tower Obelisk will be the focal point of this event, so make sure you have it unlocked and ready to go as it's going to have some hefty benefits to take advantage of. 
Yeah. What are those benefits? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, we got some. <laughs> Keep new- reading. He's like, I don't know. I don't know what those I mean, are. Players dates. will need to come together and contribute resources towards a common goal. To participate, players can donate their Fractaline using the Tower Obelisk. The event will have seven stages, each requiring increasing amounts of Fractaline to progress through. There will also be a hologram at the Tower Obelisk where you'll be able to track the community's progress in-game. That Hell is awesome. yeah. That Finally. Is really cool. We've said that for how long? Anytime an event comes up that's a community effort, we're like, man, I'd really wish we could track this. Because, you know, if you see in game, oh, where we need 2,000 more or something for to to unlock the n- another level, you're like, okay, well, let me grind and try and do something with that. But if you can't see, you have no idea what your progress is. People don't, it doesn't encourage people to get involved. Yeah. It feels but, like you're making a bigger impact if you actually can see it. Exactly. As it happens live. Yeah. 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 Uh, contributing to the Imperium Foundation costs 100 polarized fractaline. Uh, contributing generates a 25% flat progression for all time lost weapon bounties in your inventory, which is a nice little side bonus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Tower Obelisk will generate polarized fractaline for you each week, equivalent to its resonance power. Increase its resonance power by upgrading other obelisks. And players who donate more than 5,000 polarized fractaline. Before the end of the season, we'll earn a triumph and an emblem. The, the emblem, emblem looks pretty is sweet. It's kind of fractal yeah. looking thing, which is red, orange, and blue. It's pretty nice looking. Yeah, it looks really yeah. nice. Yeah. Cool. So we're building the thing, a beacon, and we're going to see a scoreboard. Yeah. I like that. Uh, it's. It, they said it was a continuation of the Mars community event. Yeah, so it's like. I mean, not a continuation directly, but a continuation in the 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 um the spirit of that. So they've been building that further with this to see how it goes with the community. And I, I think I think the community is going to smoke past all these goals. Just oh yeah, yeah. Especially if we can see it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> An in-game representation is going to fuel that fire big time. It's, yeah. it's yeah. going to be big. And this is leading into the next season, season. Just which like they did last season. Yeah, they said that that's what they want to do. We are building a beacon of light. I won't call it a lighthouse. A beacon oh, no, you would never call of it a light. lighthouse. That would be silly. Pope Bear here. Let me take a moment to talk about our sponsor for the show this evening. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? Well, you're not alone. Many of us do. Personally, my job is very stressful. And when I get home, I have a difficult time sleeping. I was searching for anything that would help, 
then I discovered Feels. Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. For me, it helps me to get into that space where I can slip off into sleep. It's easy to take. Place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. New to CBDs? Well, Feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support to help guide your personal experience. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, hangover, or addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash DCP, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash DCP to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels dot com slash DCP. Is it, is it time <laughs> to talk about that stuff? It, it feels like it's time. All right. So for right, everybody so, listening, our audio listeners, if you are wanting to be completely, have, have complete virgin ears, then you're going to want to turn off the audio for at least like 10 minutes or something because we're going to yeah, talk about a, a leak. 10 limit hard, ta- hard, hard cap on spoiler talk. So if you right. don't want to hear any more, just skip ahead 10 minutes and we'll be done talking about it. All right. Let me get my Kay. phone ready for a little timer so we can talk about it. Where is my clock? There it is. Okay. Uh, it's begun. All right. 10 minutes. Okay. Right. 10 minutes. So there was a leak uh, that was data mined and trials is essentially confirmed coming back from this is what we're building. We're building the lighthouse trials or something like that. And yeah. a season of the... Worthy. Worthy, that's what it is, yeah. Season of the Worthy. Season of the Worthy. Mm -hmm. So it's official. Um, Yeah, so they they haven't announced. Of course, people are still super like, I don't know if I want to believe it because Trials has been gone for so long. But uh, it's it's basically confirmed, yeah. It's all but been confirmed by Bungie. And it makes sense, right? We had the content creators going out to find out about the next season, which... Crafty and Buttwipe and Lupo, like, hello, of course. And then all of this stuff about be- building a beacon of light. Suspicious. So there's a, there's a lot of things that kind of pointed us in, in that direction. And then seeing that there's a data mine about Trials being back, you can pretty much guarantee that Trials is coming. How much detail is in this? Is it? Do we know it's going to be a 3v3 elimination-based mode? Do we know like the trimmings around it? Or do we just know this? Elimination is in the Crucible Labs or whatever it's called right now. So mm-hmm. pretty sure that is the beta for trials. So should be exact same rule sets and everything that's going on in there. So if you want to preview trials, you can go play Elimination yeah. right now. <laughs> now that's going to feel. Uh, do you yeah, think... Was any of that stuff in the leak? No, I don't think so. I no. think No. So no. the leak was just about the name Worthy? Is that all that was in the leak? No, no, it was. I think it was voice lines, right? Oh, okay. Talking about yes trials and all that. I believe. Yes, I believe that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, so is so we still don't know. Like, what I'm most worried about is right is we got we had trials of Osiris, which was great and wonderful, mm-hmm. and then we got trials of the nine, which not as good. Turd sandwich. Yeah. So, because they call something <laughs> Trials of Osiris, good is it going to be as good as Trials of Osiris, right? Is it going to be, be right like, there. that's my concern. 
I yeah, that's the biggest thing. I I have a big concern about that as well because there's a lot of even though the sandbox right now it, as a whole has a lot of good things going for it. There's a, a there's some very big outliers, and there's also matchmaking problems, and there's connection issues that really plague the game's PvP right now. Yeah, and there's hacking issues. Th- yeah, there's, there's hacking, DDoSing, yeah. uh, outliers in the sandbox, and matchmaking. Like that just sums up all of the the issues that once you get past the um, the honeymoon experience of Destiny's PvP, then you see that stuff and you're like, oh god. My assumption is is that once Trials of Osiris comes back, is the hacking situation is just going to like there's going to be it's a bright explode. light shine right on it. Yeah, because more people are going to be incentivized to do it, and more people are going to be pissed off about people getting it done to them. Yeah, I mean the 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 paid carry slash um, recovs was huge for Trials. Yep. There's no reason why that's just going to like suddenly taper uh, off. Ten dollars. Yeah, $10 season pass, whatever it might require, will not stop them, you know, at all. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. exactly. Oh, we should mention that. Yeah, the, I most likely, this is not confirmed, but most likely you're going to have to have the season pass to be able to access trials because it would be something I hope so. seasonal, which would at least help to mitigate some of the free-to-play hacking that has been going on in PvP. Right, because there's no, there's no way to stop people who get into new light, start a new, new account in new light in a free to play game and then can just go buck wild on budgie servers as far as hacking, DDoSing, stealing information. The problem is with destiny is that your IP address is just laid bare on the internet for anybody who connects to you in a lobby to see. Yep. And unfortunately, you know, that's not acceptable in 2019 because people are bad actors. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's concerning that if trials is coming back and we still have this, this, situation where our ip addresses are just laid bare like that then it really falls on us to go and get a vpn to protect our identities or our families yeah from bad actors i personally feel like the reason bungie took so long to bring back trials was because they were trying to find a way to prevent some of these problems because in terms of you know creating loot for a trials-like game mode and bringing back elimination. Like, they already have the game mode made, right? Because they had elimination before. So they don't need to think of a brand new game mode. They just have to mostly do the loot and see how they want to do, like, do they want to bring back the trials bounties? What do they want Flawless to, to be the chase for? So considering how long... This was gone for a long-ass time. But it's been gone for a long time. Do you think time. they really are going to be able to fix people manipulating network? Connections? Yes. I don't think so. Watts, well, I I just I don't think so at all. Why wouldn't they be able to use Steam servers? Uh, do you think they they're going to dedicated to, servers? I don't think that means dedicated servers. Yeah, but I, in order there's to ways the game, to use Steam's uh, infrastructure and back end without having dedicated servers. I mean, if we're not connecting to the players directly via via peer to peer then it has to have a middle server that the hand, that handles the information to prevent people from manipulating the network I just doesn't it doesn't have to be there's encoding that steam can do so you could go through the encoding um, via steam's network so that it's basically like having a steam VPN almost well, without you having to run it so it means that they just have to go through Steam servers, which is like a pseudo-dedicated server. 
Yeah, it's like uh, what Overlord in sat Overlord said in chat right now. He said Steam has a new matchmaking API that anonymizes IPs and stuff like that. So okay. I feel like I feel like one of the bigger reasons why they went to Steam over something like Epic, which I'm sure probably was going to give them more money, as we know Epic has been doing, is because this was something that was announced like right before they switched to Steam. So here's the problem. Um, like 60% of the population is on console. That doesn't have access to Steam. Yeah. So you still yes. have network manipulation. Yeah. That would be where I'm not sure how they're going to deal with that. Like I would love to live in a world where they are totally fixing this stuff and we're going to have trials come out and all these, um, game, all these problems that are related outside of the actual sandbox are fixed. But I just... <laughs> I just don't see it happening, you know, like as a destiny player and seeing what they've done in the past, I just, I, I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of problem, a lot of problems for it. Still, they're going to hit bans on people that are, um, aggressive with that, but it's still going to happen. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I think from, so I've been trying to keep an eye on what the security team has been saying and, and keeping track of that stuff. Cause I feel, I really do feel like my gut is telling me the reason that they took so long is because they were trying to find a way to deal with these sort of problems before bringing something like that back. And we know that they're having like a better automated system. They're having an appeals thing. So maybe the fact that they're actually bringing in an appeal system makes me feel like maybe they'll be a bit more liberal with banning people. Because in the past, it's, just, it's been like this since Halo, right? Mm -hmm. Bungie is very much like we don't want to ban people. We don't. We want to be like the cool your friend developer. We don't want to ban everyone. Yeah. But if they're setting up all these systems to where you can appeal, maybe they're going to be a lot more liberal with it. And they'll just if you have any suspicious stuff at all, they'll ban you, and then yeah, you can appeal so. to have someone look through it. I think it would make the um, environment of PvP and Destiny. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just cross the board better if they are They aggressive. have to do something. If, yeah, yeah, they have to, exactly. They but if they do have some sort of technology that is going to fix some of this, then awesome. My hat's off to them. I cannot wait to play PvP. But I'm definitely not going to hold my breath thinking that this stuff is going to get fixed until they've, oh, yeah, totally. until they've legit gone to dedicated servers. Because it's just, it's such a widespread problem. And PC really highlights it. Yeah. And if the loot is interesting in Trials, 
then this is going to become a very, very big problem. If the loot's like Trials mm. of the Nine, then it's going to blow over in two <laughs> weeks and people are going to be like, whatever, I'm not really... And then the only people left playing will be the cheaters and the DDoSers. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so you have... So it's especially... I think there's a lot riding on Bungie fixing stuff because if this is going to be... This is going to be like... I don't know if they're going to have a PvE activity. I would assume that they would have to, but this is such a huge part of the next season. And seasons, as we know, have been very focused on one thing. So if they have a heavy focus for a whole season on trials and we get in there and people are watching it on Twitch and it's just cheaters and people getting kicked offline and all that sort of stuff, it's going to go downhill. All right, we're coming up on 10 <laughs> Do you think this is last chance for Destiny PvP? No. Not last so. chance, but my God, do they need to do something? Because <laughs> it's... Yeah. It's gotten incredibly bad. Very, very, very bad. Yeah. I think people will always be interested in playing Destiny's PvP because there is yeah. nothing out there that truly competes with the way Destiny feels in the PvP market. Um, there could be a game that comes out that does that, though. Like That's, that's definitely possible. But I always think there's going to be interest in Destiny's PvP. Uh, it, it has been 10 minutes, so we're not no, going to talk about I the disagree. thing. I'm going to keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I I do want to just say that the thing that is possibly coming in the next season, do you think it's permanent? Or do you think it's... Oh, my be? God. Oh, okay. I, I, never, so. I didn't even think about that, to be honest. I mean, if it's oh, seasonal no. and things have been leaving for the season... It has to be. It has it to be. Better be. It, it better be. It has to be. It better be. space as like a PV activity. You're absolutely right. So, True. Yes. Correct. But what if you had yes. to be there, man? You had to be there. <laughs> Not only do you got to be, yeah, you got to be there as well. Man, that's a big ass. That's some super special sauce right there. They're like, we're just trying out this thing this season. Good to see if you guys really like this or not. I think this season pass idea is kind of, it's not It's not sitting well with players in general. Like I, When I go on to Destiny Reddit, which I know I shouldn't do, because it's, <laughs> it's rough. You just looking there. for a dose of depression? <laughs> I think so. Like, Byers trying to pick his next like victim. That, so I just want to. I want to go and just. <laughs> yeah, you got like a kick in your step but today. Like, Time to look at so, Destiny Reddit. Oh, geez. there's That's so many people one. who don't like this, like this, like seasonal, like uh, drip feed style of content, and like the the thing I keep reading is this FOMO kind of style of content. It's like the only reason you're logging on is because you don't want to miss it, right? You're not logging out on because you're excited about a big content drop. You're just logging on because oh, there's two hours of new st stuff here. I don't want to miss it because it'll be gone. Like I can't just save it all up and do like a big, t you know, weekend gaming session of Destiny because some of it's just gonna be gone, and I'll miss it. Yeah, I think people are kind of getting a little pissed off about that. I there's a lot of people complaining about that type of stuff, and I understand, but I I think. Like I, I come. I always come back to the the Taking King drought, and I'm like, would you rather have nothing to do? <laughs> would you rather be way, looking forward yes. to Iron Banner in the next four weeks? In a way, yes, because the way I like to play Destiny, or the way I like to play games in general, is that I like to deep dive. I like to just be absorbed into a game. To the you know to the exclusion of everything else for you know a day or a couple of days or a week or a month 
And Destiny doesn't really provide that for me anymore. Destiny now is kind of like something that I log into uh, on Tuesday, see what's new. If it's if it's interesting to me or the reward is good enough, I'll go ahead and do it. If not, I just move on and I don't do it. And that's, that's not the Destiny I fell in love with. You know, the Destiny I fell in love with was the Taken King. And yes, the downside was these huge droughts. But for a month, I was completely involved in the Taken King. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything about my life was about the Taken King. You know, I wanted, I wanted yeah. it all. Nick, but I, I think I, this is the just this. Is, I think this is where the problem happened, though. Right? Is a lot of the feedback that was given after that drought was we don't want Destiny to be this game that we play for a bit and then we go play another game. We want this to be a game we're addicted to that we're in there like coming back all the time. And Bungie was actually leaning more towards that archetype of the game of it's okay for people to step away but then they got so much feedback that it's like we don't want to step away we want you to keep us addicted and playing all the time so they were like okay and i think this is their response to that feedback yeah the content i mean they can only make so much content right like in a year's time they can only make so much content so it's about how do you provide that content or how do you release that content and the way they're doing it now is kind of this drip feed like over a weekly basis, as opposed to huge motherload content drops, the big DLCs. So Nick, and I gotta I'm, say, I'm I prefer the old DLCs. I'm curious better. your thoughts on that, Eric. Like, how do you feel about the season pass model versus what you had in D1, or even with the expansions in the first year of Destiny 2? What's your thoughts on that? So I think I'm actually probably one of the rare people that thinks drip feed is okay. My issue right now is the FOMO of things going away. Because for like what I do, where I make build videos or I talk about weapon whatever, in the future, if I talk about that weapon again, let's say Perfect Paradox, well, a new player won't be able to ever get it again as of right, right now. The content has an so, expiration. Yeah, it literally, you have to do it now, which is my issue. Mm-hmm. I don't so mind that, the, that, having that's to a, do it every week, though. That's a unique content creator perspective, obviously, that like you yeah. want your content to last. And obviously, things that have been made for D1 and year one of D1 are old and irrelevant at this point but like i understand that aspect i i'm actually with you as well like i think the the content drip has been good for the game and you can see in the twitch directory it's been healthy i mean there's no trials pvp right for the most part a lot of people just don't like the pvp in it right now gets complained about and the the directory it seems to be healthy in comparison to when we've had just trials in iron banner and had these like these droughts of PVE non-existent content for a while. I, I think it's yeah. a lot healthier for it is where it is right now. But I do agree, things expiring and going away mm-hmm. uh, is definitely going to hurt the game down the road. I I don't think it's hurting it right now specifically. I, I know some people are obviously getting upset about the fact that it's going away, but I think that backlash isn't going to happen until down the road unless they have an answer for that of all these things coming back with these weapons. Yeah. I I never really experienced the huge droughts in D1 because I honestly just speed ran every day, whatever I was doing at the time. So that's pretty much what I did during those downtimes. So it wasn't like I really experienced the full drought like everyone else did. Mm-hmm. Those droughts were epic. They were like, it was, it was a full year. You know, like, yeah, I mean, no I was content. there, but I was, I was doing my own yeah. thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was like, wow, nothing's happening in Destiny for. Six months. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. But I mean, but I was still playing it every day. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you do? So, I think what they're doing right now is the perfect balance where they have a big DLC each September, then more drip, free, drip feed uh, seasons throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I also think this is a question that every Destiny player is going to answer differently, right? Everybody's going to have yeah, their own preference on how they'd like Destiny to release content based on how that person's personal schedule looks. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a little mm-hmm. busy in March. Can you push that DLC to April? Thank you. <laughs> Trials? I mean, <laughs> something. You know what I'm saying, though? It's Tomorrow on D1. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Every single gamer is going to have a different preference about how you'd like the DLC to drop. I'd like them to just drop. utilize Menagerie more because Menagerie is still sitting there. It's just sit, it's sitting there. Why not so add had, the past season stuff into Menagerie? I've had an idea about that. As I think that should be the last season each year should have an activity like that. For example, the Sundial should have been the last season of this year before September. And you just put all the previous seasons weapons and armors love that. into that activity. Yeah. Oh, it makes perfect yeah. sense. That does make sense. Yeah, that's Just what I was thinking. That if, if they have an answer for that, yeah, that is a summertime activity that stays and is permanent, that would be great. Just once a year, and it has all the previous season stuff. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. So if the rumor we yeah, hear like is that. true, um, then I think we can probably not expect a raid this spring, which would mean the next time we would hope for a raid would be summer, summer DLC. And yeah. then it's like, is it then too close to September? Mm-hmm. One big one in so. September or two small ones? Like, Yeah, I feel like March is the perfect time for a raid so they can give it six months in between. But yeah, if, yeah. There, if something else is coming, it seems like that's going to be the focus. It'd, be, it'd go well, I feel like, with the other stuff that's rumored because you know half of the community or part the PvP part of the community would be happy and the PvE part of the community be happy mm-hmm. and if you play both you're double happy yeah <laughs> yep or at least the new dungeon right so it's something something to sink your teeth into what do you think the time investment by bungie is do you think it's a big difference between a raid and a dungeon yeah probably the yeah. mechanics in a dungeon are very basic yeah the raid you have to really think outside the box which i've seen I think what they do is they have a bunch of puzzle-type encounters already pre-made, and then they take those ideas and put it into different raids. So they have like a big spreadsheet board or whatever you want to call it with all these different ideas, and they just pull from it. Yeah. Like raids. a master master puzzle and then split off pieces of it to make just it. Just try- Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wonder mm, if it's like cool. half the time to do a dungeon than it is to do a raid or a quarter of the time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly. Probably finding the answer to that wouldn't mean anything anyway, but I'm just <laughs> curious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would love for them to do another dungeon. I think dungeon content is epic, although I would like them to bring that type of content more towards the 980 Nightfall ordeal type of difficulty because right now that's it in the game for that type of difficulty, and I'd love to see that more adopted into other parts, not being the only level of difficulty, but right. like you do the dungeon, like that was cool. And then, oh, now we've unlocked the 980 version, the ordeal version of the dungeon that gives you 
the Senate shards and all that. That'd be awesome. Pinnacles on every encounter, not just the last or yeah, right? Something like that. That would be great. Yeah, and also yes. more champions or whatever they want to do in that particular situation. It's just I really like the amping of the difficulty. And I it makes me sad that the nine eighty is the only one that has that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. nightfalls are in a great spot right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah, nightfalls are fantastic. Uh, was there anything else in the TWAB? There's a giveaway. Um, there just was the thing about Twitch Prime. So oh, Twitch right. Prime is working with Destiny to bring so basically some old stuff. Have you heard about Twitch Prime? Have you? Yeah, have you heard about Prime? I you can sub for free Amazon and Prime. get some exotics. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's my favorite game to play. <laughs> this is a first, right? They're uh, integrating <laughs> stuff with Twitch. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, this is obviously clearly highly targeted towards getting people into the game. You know, you see it uh, on Twitch and you're like, oh, there's this free stuff for Destiny. Oh, Destiny's free. Might as well log in and get it. So they're trying to bring more people into the game to try it out. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys yeah. think? What do you guys think about it? That's, I think you're exactly right. This is aimed yeah. at players who have not played Destiny just to try and attract a bigger yeah. audience, and I think that's a great idea. That's good for everybody. Obviously, none of these rewards that are shown in this image are going to attract players who've been playing for years because you yeah. probably already got them. But having a bigger player base help, makes the game better. Like, that's just... Mm -hmm. It does. That's math. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Math. Simple. <laughs> Quick. How math, do you feel math. about an actual weapon being part of the loot drop? Uh, right. Like a new so one? Soros Regime is technically Soros part of that loot drop. Oh, just in general. Yeah. And, and, I think the, it's fine. and the skin so for it's it. It's an exotic weapon. I think uh, it's fine. I have mixed feelings, honestly. Like, Why? Because it, that's what exotics are in Destiny giveaways. Yeah. In D1, they were coveted. They're like, damn. I got to get those strange yep. coins because I need to make sure I can buy whatever from Zerg because this is game-changing loot. And now it's like, do you have Twitch Prime? Take your freaking <laughs> exotic. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. Makes I think um, hmm. I, I think the Eververse has, I, I guess the one thing on here that's a gun, I guess is that's right, but the Eververse has kind of made cosmetic stuff so meaningless to me that like... It shows four exotics on here, but only one of them is an actual useful item. The rest of them are cosmetic items. And when True. I see yeah. gold, or yeah, you know, gold emblems pop up or gold engrams pop up, it doesn't really excite me anymore. 
or any ingredient. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's after, very sad. After a certain point, all engrams just kind of become like, well, I'm dealing with this loot yeah. now. Don't yeah. even look at them. Yeah. You know, Destiny's got a loot problem. And maybe what you're pointing at there, Tefty, is a indication of it. Yeah, it's a bigger problem for sure. It's not like they can just solve the exotic problem. and Because they, they want to give people enticing loot. But yeah. when you lower yeah. that barrier, the loot also becomes less enticing. Just exactly. It's like with the Twitch Prime loot thing, it's it's like if you were browsing Twitch and you saw, oh, I got a ship in this Destiny game. Would you log into Destiny to pick up your ship? Maybe not. But if you see that there's a weapon that you're getting, you're like, oh, it's an exotic weapon. Oh, that sounds fancy. Maybe you yeah. log in to try it out. So I under I understand it. I feel a little weird. I feel just feel a little weird about it. I just feel a I don't weird. have a problem with it. You know why? Yeah. Because like you get to you get to start up Destiny and you get like a really cool gun to start out with. And I think that's cool. You're not getting all mm -hmm. the exotics. Totally. You're getting yeah. an exotic yeah. auto rifle. And it's kind of an iconic one from Destiny One. It's mm -hmm. not a new one from Destiny Two. I don't know. I like mean, I, I, th I think it's actually a, a good idea and a pretty yeah. smart idea to kind of start you off with something cool. Yeah. As long as it's not something that like a raid exotic or someone that took a quest or something. I mean, there's a chance that Zura, your first week of playing, would sell the service anyways. I sure. mean, yeah. If it's an old exotic, I don't really see anything wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have a problem with it at all. Yeah. Now, I, I just want to clarify. I do. I agree with you guys on that. I think it's good. It's going to bring in a lot of players and all that. But it does. No, Tefty, you hate this. It underscores the loot problem that exists in Destiny right now. So I just Tefty yeah. is having a yeah. huge problem with this. Yeah. He is outraged. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> Unbelievable, Bungie. I cannot even stand this. So Give it away, he's, exotic. He's gonna narc on all of us. He's very upset. <laughs> this this kind of this is interesting to me that they decided to do a Twitch Prime thing with Twitch and Destiny now. Yeah. I had a theory about a game mode returning. Theory. Non-confirmed. And what if this is them kind of working towards being with Twitch more in regards to trials? Like yeah, a works. Twitch Rivals trials or an unimaginable amount of things they could do with it. Yeah. 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 Trials was huge on Twitch. Trials was huge yeah. for Twitch. And I'm pretty sure like Bungie is thinking of this as the, the big thing to kind of push their game into the spotlight on Twitch. Because it's been pretty healthy and consistent, but with trials in it, it will just... Explode. Trials is going to bring a surge. For sure, it's, yeah, it's been consistent. Like it, it, it's never, it's definitely not been the top performer on Twitch that it used to be. No, right? except like, during spreadsheets. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Destiny used to be pretty things. consistently in the top ten games on Twitch. Yeah, and it's it's not that game anymore. Yeah, and that was Trials. Trials was doing that. It brought in a huge yeah. influx of people over the weekends. Yeah, Trials was. It was a fantastic idea. It yeah. was it was unbelievable. Like it gave regular players like me a chance to feel like a competitive, you know, FPS yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. You know, like and that is it was it's outstanding. And it's like no other game has really done it since. Mm -hmm. it, they yeah. did really nail that feeling of you know you can be you can be a terrible PvP player, but you can hop in there and kind of feel like you're playing in a tournament. And where else would you get right. that feeling in a competitive environment? Right, with stakes, too. Tem like Tem. Had. Yeah. <laughs> Tem Tem. Yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do hope Trials come back, and I hope it's good, because yeah. it is something that I'm really missing from Destiny. That would definitely motivate me to 
really like build a PvP build again, which I have not done. Got to get on time. it, Briar. Yeah, I guess so. Should join <laughs> the dark side of the Telesto. Yeah. Mean. Telesto. He means Arantel. I'm an Arantel. No, I have a Jerry. <laughs> I'm an Arantel. I actually have two really good Arantels. So this is what we're going to do. Friday, me, Briar, Tefty. You Let's guys bring your Arantels. I'll okay. be there. I can't I'll do be, Friday. I'll hang out. This Friday. This <laughs> one Friday fashion. I can't do. <laughs> oh, wait. It's not. Yeah, I get what, I, I what you're saying. I'll just, I'll just stand in the back while you guys use your Arantel. It'd be great. <laughs> I don't think that's actually how it would go down. But thanks for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very nice thing to say <laughs> oh i was gonna say also with the twitch prime stuff i think it's uh it's really smart because it definitely it brings people in and gets them interested what i'd love to see bungie do is take a cue from warframe and have people be able to get um things from community members in the game like emblems and yes. stuff like you could join uh, Error's community and get an emblem from Error for being a part of Twitch chat or something like that. I think that'd be oh, that'd awesome. Be cool. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine if there was like a Destiny Reddit or a uh, Raid Secrets emblem for their the Reddit that you could get for being a part of that and and represent that in the game. So Warframe kind of has cool. things like that, and yeah. it's it's a nice integration into the community side of things. I'd love to Wasn't see them start doing that. something they did if you streamed Destiny for like 10 hours? They did, or yeah. Something? Yeah. Yeah, there was an emblem for that, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I, did, I actually forgot about that. So they have done something, a little bit, a very light version of that. There were lots yeah. of TTV gamers with that emblem. Yep. I remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if you think about it, it was actually like a brilliant move because it, it introduced people to Twitch to get the emblem, but it also like introduced like, hey, like I kind of like streaming. Like I, this is kind of a neat thing that I mm -hmm. would have never done if I didn't try this emblem. I wonder what the. I wonder if there's anybody who we've never run into one, right? Somebody who started streaming for that event. Hmm, I, it's tough to <laughs> not rack. off the top of my head. Yeah, tough to rack well, the brain on details. I wonder on that. if there is anybody. It'd be. I would love to see that though, like some some type of integration. Would be amazing. Learn in chat says that Siege has charms where if you sub to the streamers, you can get their charm in game. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. I would love yeah. to see Bungie do like partnership stuff because that's the way that games are heading, right? Partnership with yeah. content creators. Well, like it, it makes you feel connected to the communities that you're involved with this yeah. stuff. And then somebody who does it is unaware would be like, hey, where'd you get that? And be like, oh, if you're a part of this person's community. Then you get that uh, emblem or shader, not a shader. Shader would be way too much, but like emblem, emblem makes sense because it's like a it's a graphic. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You guys yeah. want to do some Twitter questions? Let's do it. Was there sure. anything else? Shoot. Oh, hard light got changed. Hard light. Hard light's <laughs> good, man. People are in love with hard light. <laughs> yeah, they are. Really I just felt like saying "fuck hard light." <laughs> <laughs> well, hard light's kind of been hard light, you know. What are the it? changes to hard light? It has no recoil. Really, it's a laser beam now. <laughs> also on controller, it's also a laser beam. Yeah, really. Yeah. So yes. it's good on controller and mouse and keyboard. Which is not how it was even in D one. I remember trying to shoot no. that thing across the map, and I was like, "No, no, yeah, yeah. nope, never and mind." They, they fixed it several times in D one, and it never really became great mm -hmm. so is it great yeah. now or is it just now you can use it people are pretty excited it, now i can use it 
I would say now you can use it. Yeah. You're probably you still correct. Like get killed by spirit rations every time. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you will. <laughs> And but. the other thing, the other problem <laughs> when it comes to like say a 980 Nightfall is that you can't slot a a perk in there to take care of anti-barrier or unstoppable or anything like that. Which is a huge problem when it comes to these exotics. exotics. It's a huge problem yeah. with exotics. Yeah, it is a huge problem. Yes. Yeah. Not just the champion stuff, just a mod in general. Yeah. Right. Like, why can't I put a backup mag? Why can't I put a major spec? Yeah. I mean, I can see them just graying out certain ones that are not going to be compatible with exotics in yeah. case they want to make sure nothing breaks. Like back up mag on whisper. Right. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but having, having the stuff to deal with champions, I think is a necessity. Otherwise people are just, they're just not going to use them. You can make them as cool as you want, but people just can't take them for. Yeah. Hard light is a perfect example of like, Oh, you can switch the elements. So this is mm -hmm. great. I'll use my exotic slot for this. And then you go, wait, I can't, overload or anti-barrier unstoppable any enemy with this well back to my legendary yeah so yep all right twitter questions clan redeem says mm -hmm. all right this is a multi this is a rapid fire <laughs> question all in one question so you have to be on your toes for this error right. why does shanks not drop ether sups favorite non-world non-world's first destiny memory and please also tell the story about HM recruiting you for the hidden machine. All right, first one's because they haven't fallen. It's a really old joke. It's really bad. I won't explain <laughs> it. They haven't <laughs> fallen. Oh my god. Yeah. Then nice. number two was doing my full speed runs in House Wolves. That's the first time I met a lot of my buddies and Redeem and all that stuff. And the third one, my what was the third one again? Uh, please also <laughs> tell the story about HM recruiting you for okay. the hidden machine. So I. Started at the beginning of the show, explaining this a bit, where Tanix was the Nightfall that week with Arc Specialist, and I was speedrunning it solo, and I beat the fire team time, which was their time, and they noticed it and instantly invited me because I beat their three-man time by myself. So That's pretty impressive. That is impressive. I'd also be like, who's right this away. guy? Yeah, did you tell them to get yeah, good? Yeah, that's pretty much what they were. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good. <laughs> I still play with one of them, so yep, every day. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, the Dawn Zero, what is your prep time and mental state before doing a raid? Do you take a day off or raid a bunch or eat a bunch of sugar? So I'm assuming he's referring to World's First Raiding, I would assume. I would assume, yeah. Oh, uh, there's no time off because usually we're grinding for light level or whatever. But definitely first first hour before or whatever, just chill, listen to music, just try to not think about it. Because it is a lot of pressure mm -hmm. if you, for us, because we're almost expected to do well. Because right. we've had all that success in the past, right? Yeah. So same. it is a lot of nerves. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's the same for us. You guys, yeah. you guys are going to get one. I believe in it. We get on and we're like, we spend half an hour looking at around. the environment. Yeah. <laughs> we, we talk have, about... We spend half an hour ever. talking and then somebody says, hey, I think the raid is open. <laughs> <laughs> No, completely different experience. <laughs> it is a little different. A little bit. Um, I, I will, like uh, dietary stuff. Do you eat a lot of sugar the right day, or do you eat a lot of like? What do you do? Just just water. Um, water. Yeah, anything above that, like caffeine, just get jitters after a while. Mm. Yeah. Just water. Would you consider catheter? yourself a catheter? What <laughs> catheter? <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what that means, to be honest. Oh, it's when oh, you stick a tube. Never mind. Okay. 
<laughs> it's probably better to leave it out. <laughs> uh, Lord Navarone says, do you think the situation that happened this week is related to the file size of Destiny 2? There's so much more content than Destiny 1, and it's creating conflicts and data that are unforeseen by the developers when pushing new updates. I feel like no. I feel like no, but I also feel like I have no idea. <laughs> just because your, your file size is big, it doesn't mean that... It poops out lore. It's like, listen, if we're going to add this little hotfix, we're going to have to get rid of the lore. So yeah. it pushes it you out could, in there. You could say, since it's a big game, there's more to double check. Sure. So right. Yeah. Maybe that, but not. But the Eric, rest. like bugs happen. Like coding yeah. mistakes yeah. happen. Yeah. Whether whether or not you have a thousand lines or a million lines of code, like it, it can happen no matter what. And they have been putting out this stuff a lot more aggressively in comparison to the past updates. So I have yeah. a feeling that the time to double check this stuff, it, that's actually what's been uh, sacrificed. That's issue. Right? Don't we yeah. know somebody in testing? Somebody who likes crawdads or something? Mm, I do. feel like we really the blame should rest on their shoulders. Why didn't that, that person? Why didn't that person? Somebody who worked in testing and maybe should have figured this out. Why didn't that guardian this? notice their glimmer disappearing? Hmm. Hmm. It's a mystery for the ages, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, Dave Bueller says, question for everyone. What are you absolutely not cut out for? It's just about everything. <laughs> um, let's see. I wouldn't be cut out for going to space. If somebody was like, hey, I have a space. ticket to go onto this NASA rocket to go up. You wouldn't I'd, go? That'd be awesome. You have to be physically, physically conditioned <laughs> for that stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't think you could, like, like if you could get given ready? the lead time, You'd get you don't the think best. that you'd... Be into it? People oh, I have a lead time? Of course. Train. I'm talking about somebody shows up at my door and says, do you want to ride this rocket into outer space? I got it. I got it. My wife got sick. I have a spare ticket. Do you want to come on the spaceship? You're going to be in outer space for three months. Okay. So yeah. there's that as well. Um, I'm in. Yeah? Yeah. I'm there. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. I've seen Dr. Stone. I know how this goes. You've seen Dr. What? If? what? Dr. Stone. Is that anime? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would I'd be really bad. At, you know those fishermen that do very high risk stuff where they go fishing for like four months or something and then oh, they're yeah. off for the rest of the year? Yeah. That would not be Deadliest me. Catch? <laughs> yeah. I could not be on Deadliest Catch. That's I'm not, not a big fan of discomfort, really. Or being in the middle of the ocean where mm, things cold. can go awfully yeah. terribly yeah. wrong. And you're just there, and I'm with you on that. I would be actually more inclined to be like, "Yo, let's go on that trip instead of going to outer space." But I definitely <laughs> would not be physically ready for that right now. If somebody was, you'd like, rather hey. go to Alaska and be on the deadliest catch than go to space. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I bet floating in space is going to be boring. It's going to be amazing to see Earth. Boring. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> After one day, you're going to be like, "Damn, I'm weightless." You can look out. You just have to look out the window. Just be like, "Oh my god." Do you, do you wow. understand how slow the internet would be? You cannot play multiplayer games up there. <laughs> no, you you'd, awesome at it. you'd have unbelievable success rate. Your KD would be like a million. <laughs> like this thing, I can't Three. kill this guy. Listen. This hefty asshole. What's, what's he getting his internet connection from? Mars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Three months. 
doing some super dangerous fishing is going to have a lifetime of stories behind that. Oh, yeah. Going to space, no stories. You're going to be like, you went to space? <laughs> be like this one time, I pooped and a particle was floating. Be one of the stories. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Probably. There'd be stories. A little particulate. Uh, when I was young and fresh out of college, I had a job at an insurance company in in uh, in Connecticut. Everybody gets a job at insurance, right? It's like the insurance capital of the world, or it was. I got a job at an insurance company. I had the typical boss who didn't give a fuck. He was just, you know, just doing his nine to five, kind of, kind of a moron. And I, within six months, realized that I don't think I could do this for the rest of my life. Like. I was staring out right down the gum barrel of like, this is your life for the next 40, 30, 40 years. And I literally freaked wow. out. Like I, I could not, <laughs> like I could not picture my life. It was one of that those moments is, where you think about something and you actually feel panic. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it was like, it was seriously, it was like six months into the job. I'm like, there's gotta be another way. <laughs> there's gotta be another way. Like I cannot do this. So I, I, that's what I've been doing ever since is finding another way. <laughs> every one of my friends works there in insurance companies. Like every one of my friends. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Pushing that paper. Yeah. There's a lot of paper to be pushed. Mm. There's a lot of money in insurance. I say mine is, it's weird. I My biggest fear is public speech, but that's pretty much what I do now. So it's. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> you're like, yeah, so I'm living my nightmare. Is it different that you're looking at a camera and a microphone as opposed to like looking at people? Yeah, it's it's not as hard. And I've gotten yeah. a lot better. Yeah. Like when I started, it was way worse, but it's yeah, definitely a skill that thing. you can build up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, for sure. I get I still get butterflies every time I hit live on the stream. Yep. Every time. Yep. Um, Eon's Eon Ian or Eon? I think it's E O N, so it's gotta be Eon. Do you like the light level system and do you think D one year one was better? That's a hard question. <laughs> I like I the think, light level system. Yeah, I think it's it's fine right now for the most part. I don't think it's, that they I gave think us it's enough better. room to breathe, room to grow, though, in the uh, season pass. Ten levels yeah. isn't enough. Yeah, it's like why even give us the tin? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird. the 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 number chase for me has like completely evaporated. I I really don't care if I hit the max level. I I don't mean I've done like one week's of pinnacles this season because mm-hmm. it's just gonna be the soft cap next season. So yeah, exactly. Which I'm yeah. what I mean by that is gonna be the regular powerfuls. Yep. So, and the artifact already takes care of that if you do enough XP in that, so it doesn't even really matter. Yeah. If you hit nine seventy, yeah. 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 Do I think year D one year one was better though? No, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, like you oh just, yeah, no. You had to get so lucky to get exactly the drop you needed, and then three months later, you had the same thing. Like you had to just get incredibly lucky. Yep. No. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt Earp says, with the recent data mining stuff going on, no spoilers here. What are your thoughts on data mining? Do you like or dislike spoilers? What do you guys think about data mining in general? I dislike spoilers for sure, but 
and it's annoying data mining exists, but they're, you know, you're not going to suddenly change computer architecture. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah I f so the, the most recent data mining, I didn't care about too much because I kind of, I've had this theory for like three, four months at this point. Um, but I don't like seeing, I don't like going really in depth with seeing voice lines and stuff that I'd, I'd hear in a mission. Like I want to hear that in game from the voice actors because right. they've been doing like a really good job with the storytelling recently. Like the same 14 missions were really cool and all the different banter between the characters has been really cool. But yeah, I don't I don't want to find out that there's like X amount of exotics coming. I don't want to know any <laughs> any kind of voice lines or stuff like that. So for the most part, not a huge fan because I will always say I think Destiny is at its best when it's a mystery. Mm, and I the community finds 100%. it. Yeah. I usually end up seeing them. I don't go on my way to see it though. It just kind of shows up. Yeah. It's not like I'm looking for it. Yeah. I, you know, I do have, I don't really have a problem with people data mining. Like, if I choose not to look at it, I can avoid it. I do have a problem with YouTubers in particular putting <laughs> data mined stuff as their thumbnail or as their mm -hmm. title. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, that is an instant unsub. Cause, like, what are you I, doing? That's the thing, right? If you if you want to go fully in depth with the the stuff that's been data mined, then great, that's totally fine. Yeah. But you need to let people know that there's a spoiler happening. Yeah, because the people should also be allowed type, not of to that see thing it. Should say spoilers on it, but have yeah. no images of what the spoiler is. Yes. And same with the title. Yes, I agree. Yep. Uh, I don't do any of that stuff, so. DMG04 says, how much joy uh -oh. <laughs> does it bring you to your heart when you find ridiculous ways to break Destiny 2? Another way to frame the question is, do you enjoy making me cry? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. So I do enjoy finding broken builds or really cool builds or all that good stuff. And like we talked about earlier, I guess I'm the person people come to with some of those broken things. So I don't, I enjoy the process. I don't make, I don't like making them cry, <laughs> but I do. That is kind of what I do. Making really yeah. good builds and stuff like that. Making just DMG the, cry is what you yeah, do. That's your I guess job so. description. Mm. But I don't like that part. <laughs> don't like, don't mind. It's you know, Speaking right. of making them cry, right. should we, should we like get, get talking about another uh, Crucible showdown? Now that uh, PVP mode might be coming out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is technically unconfirmed. So, <laughs> might be a tad early. <laughs> uh, Doughboy says, were the content droughts in Destiny 1 actually a good thing? No. 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 I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think any at any point. <laughs> I don't know why it would be a good thing. Man. It's not yeah. good for the company because people are leaving their game. It's not good for the players because they're not playing. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay says, what is your favorite Destiny 2 raid encounter and why? Uh, Leviathan Dogs. It's the most unique encounter they've ever made. It is really unique. It's just like so much different than everything else we've ever done. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, that, yeah, that's pretty much it. 
think for me, probably the vault encounter in Last Wish, because just the way that that whole encounter is framed is so cool with the music as it, yeah, the music okay. starts to kick up as you get closer to finishing it. And that song is probably one of my favorite pieces of music in Destiny. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, mm-hmm. Vault is Vault is really cool. Uh, say the question one more time. Briar, I forgot. What's your favorite Destiny 2 raid encounter? Encounter, okay. And why? Hmm. Mine might be the, be the Eater of Worlds boss fight. Like, I really enjoy that. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it the first time. I enjoy it every time I do it. It's just so, Which so many moving parts. Which is two more times, like, Briar? What's that? Has it been two more times? One more time? How many times have you done the boss <laughs> fight? I don't know. <laughs> you. Less than 10, I'm sure. Total yeah. of two. <laughs> <laughs> Those two times were great. Yeah. They were great. It I'm is at, a good encounter, though. It is. I'm going to yeah. have to go with the Titanfall boss fight. That was just fantastic. When the first time yeah. seeing that guy the drop. The first time was amazing. Yep. And you're running around a lot, which is nice. Everyone's kind of all sparrows. over the place. There was a yeah. map, and you could call out <laughs> things happening on the map. I just, I really like that. Yeah. That was, that cool. was a good one. Yeah. That's anyway, a good that, that having like a giant fucking mech, mm-hmm. that was different. You that know, was that cool. Was totally cool. And the little thing popped out of the belly for shooting. <laughs> yeah. I even, I remember our first time <laughs> through there, like, when you had to like do the stuff underground to like unlock that and bring the tanks out and like blow away the shielding and like you knew that thing was getting up and we we're fighting it. Yeah. And it was just yeah. like this like I can't wait to see what it looks like feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh T Pat123 says, Who do y'all think would win a one v one crucible match? Saint 14 or Shax? Between the two of them? Yeah. One v one. What kind of Sniper's Titan is Shax? Do we know? Because we know that we know Saint Fourteen obviously uses a bubble. It's a bubble. Yeah, Titan. Yeah. Hope too much. Mm, he could be using what suppression is nades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like it'd be Shax, right? He watches us play every day. He's got to pick up on something, right? True. Yeah. But That's Saint Fourteen's a scrapper. They're both scrappers. <laughs> Saint Fourteen died. True, Shaq's still alive. Oh, and we <laughs> saved him. This is true. Yeah. I think it's Shaq's. It's definitely Shaq's. Shaq's for the win. <laughs> uh, Doughboy says, are the seasons too short? Definitely not. I, I wouldn't think so. I think they're fine. Yeah. yeah you I get think. like first two months of nonstop, every, something coming out every week, maybe the third month slows down a bit but i mean you can only make so much content right mm-hmm. yep uh blue 04 says can we talk about bungie qa it seems like since activision split there has been more issues that should not be happening example not being able to interact with the edz ob- obelisk or currency being removed with a new patch so they need to slow down and be more diligent i completely agree with disagree with this like there, I th- I think Watts is right. There has been surprisingly few of these incidents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially as big as currency being removed. Yeah. There's been little stuff, but I wouldn't expect them to necessarily pick up on it. it like the really little stuff. Yeah. Also, if we're including f- Holtz in Q and A, though, then I completely agree with this. We can blame Holtz for sure. We can blame Holtz. <laughs> Throw sure. him underneath the bus. 
there's also way more updates that have happened with them not being a part of Activision. That yeah, yeah. So like the frequency is just way higher, greater, greater frequency of stuff being released. Yeah. Uh, Derek Stanley says, "What's your favorite bugged or broken loadout?" The uh, Titan Hammers with the uh, I don't know if you guys saw that week before they got disabled, but you could pretty much three shot every raid boss with Worm God Cress. Really? Synthoseps. Yeah. I didn't see that. That's amazing. It's pretty great. Just the <laughs> just the little the was, little bonk hammer. It's destroying yeah. everybody. Yeah. Oh, the little melee one? It, yep. Oh nice. And like twelve million damage per throw. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh JK says, Do you think the next gen consoles will have native mouse and keyboard support? I really hope they do and can see Sony cashing in on branded mouse and keyboard package. The current gen consoles actually support mouse and keyboard. Both of them do. Yeah. But it's up to the game to support the mouse and keyboard. Yes. If Which running, I think Destiny would, if you're thinking about that. I think they would. If they're running at high so. frame rates, then yeah. I would assume yeah. that they'd want to have that as an option. Especially if the game is already on PC. Then it's like, well, they yeah. have those input devices mapped out and figured out how it responds in the game. There's no reason for them not to support that if... Um, the viewing experience is good. That'd be awesome. Uh, Tanner M says, "Hey, where? When can we? When we gonna see any of the redeem guys teach some speed running strats to the DCP team? <laughs> Whenever. <laughs> I know. Glad. Glad would be more than happy to probably teach you guys and take you guys through whatever oh, you want. Oh man, nice. I is this is this world's first teach. training? I would <laughs> be this happy to happens. enter that fire team." But I fear for Glad's sanity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I already I do like that anyways. trying to teach cats algebra. You know, like, <laughs> they, they don't care about algebra. They just want to be cats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> no, you guys uh, can pick up on some stuff. Oh, we would definitely learn stuff. There's no doubt Absolutely. about that. Yeah. I just fear for I don't fear for us. I, fear I would for like Glad. for Glad. <laughs> I want Glad to give one-on-one lessons to Fran about location of tethers. Tether placement. They're Proper tethering, always. yes. We should just go ahead and enroll <laughs> Fran into class. Tether <laughs> Tether 101. <laughs> it's a six-week course. It's four hours a week. It's not a big deal, <laughs> Fran. It's a small <laughs> it's a small time commitment. <laughs> Mr. Aries says, have you had any good ideas for GCX donation incentives this year? No, no. we haven't. No. <laughs> I think this is something people put together like a week before when they're like, oh, crap, look at the time. It's yeah, yeah. Time. that's how we generally do it. And that's how tattoos on various body parts end up being thrown. Yeah, those are never a first thing. They're like last <laughs> resort, like, I guess the tattoo will work. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much right. Uh, Nathan Hayes says, after listening to y'all decide to join the Church of Unlimited Frames, any advice for a new PC player? Crank them frames. Make sure you're playing on full screen and you are not (laughs) V-synced and the frames are actually saying unlimited in there. And it's also very important that your monitor also supports above 60 FPS if you're truly going for high frame rate. If you have a 144 hertz monitor, you need to go in the game, make sure it's full screen and it's actually uncapped to truly see 
the higher frames. Because a lot of people who are new to it don't realize that it'll default. Like your monitor naturally will default to like 60 or something like that. So you have to go in and set the settings to properly take advantage of those high, high frames. Um, My biggest advice would always be just stick with mouse and keyboard. If you come from a console game with controller, just don't give up. Just stick with it. You'll learn it eventually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I got two pieces of advice. First of all, go over to the Battle Nonsense uh, YouTube channel and look out up how uh, limiting your frame rate can actually improve latency in-game. Uh, because while letting your frame rate be unlimited is sexy, limited, limiting it to something that the game can actually achieve consistently can actually improve the latency of the game and improve your input latency, which is hmm. it maybe just going from unlimited to 144 hertz or 120 hertz or something like that, uh, but it can make a dramatic difference, and it can also smooth out the action in a pretty nice way. Hmm. Second is stay away from Tefty. He's a narc. Uh, you <laughs> definitely want to stay completely away from Tefty. He's a cop, and he will turn you in. <laughs> For what crime? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, cops will Any just crime. make up shit, uh, as you well know. Well, uh, you were going uh, about 49 FPS in a 144 <laughs> zone. Going to have to find you here. <laughs> uh, Sonic NG23 says, what did y'all think of the Witcher series? So the Netflix series. I haven't seen it. It's amazing. I loved it. It was pretty good. I, haven't seen I, it, I really so. did enjoy it. If yeah. you like the game, I think it's it's almost automatic that you're going to like the series. The world is just so fascinating that they have. And, yeah, there's some pacing issues and maybe some choices here and there for acting and all that that you can complain about. But it's just a fun world to jump into and a fun season. And, yeah, yeah, it, it can be a little confusing with the way they did with the, the past versus present type of stuff that goes on throughout the season. But, man, I cannot wait to see more. Yeah, somebody compared it to Xena the Warrior Princess, and I thought that was a pretty good comparison. Do you guys remember? Are you too young for Xena? I remember no, Xena, I Xena, but it definitely did not look as good as what they did. On no, 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 no. <laughs> but it was ma- Xena was made in the 90s, right? So, of course, it's not going to look as good. Yeah. But it had a similar feel, whereas it was, you know, there was serious stuff in there, but it also it never felt like it was taking itself so seriously, like Game of Thrones sure. serious. Mm-hmm. Right, is there's always room for fun and for humor in the Witcher series, and I appreciated that. I guess details have come out about the uh, animated movie that's coming out as a bridge between season one and season two, and it's gonna focus on. I think his name is Voromir. He's the Witcher's, like the older Witcher. Yeah, yeah, his buddy, which is interesting because he's not in much of the game. He's in the beginning of Witcher three, right? Yeah, he's in a little bit of it, but he's not much. Yeah. Vesemir. Someone in chat says. Vesemir. Thank you. Uh, Dreadnought says, does the person who sits in the middle seat of an airplane get both armrests? Why or why not? Yes. Yes. Because they're squished. No. It is a dog-eat-dog world. No, Briar. This is why Tefty's going to arrest you. This is why Tefty's going to you. You've if been taking I am up, able to uh, take your armrest, it now belongs to me. Learn to you fight have for your yourself. own. You have your own <laughs> armrest, though. That's just now yours. Now I've got yours too. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> do you take it as a I claim this and I'm not moving type of the situation? I'll look in your eyes when I take your armrest. Oh, 
<laughs> what if you just got stared back and, and like the arm like shoved yours? Then we got what a long just, six if, hours in front of us, my friend. What if they just slowly, <laughs> slowly grasp your hand in Honestly, an interlock and like look in your eyes? Like just kind of yeah. put my hand on top of the other person's hand and wrap my fingers. Oh, that's what Briar's doing. Fingers. Okay. <laughs> and then look them and, in the eye. <laughs> and then they give it up. Yeah, it works better if the person is a male. If it's a female, it's like sexual harassment incoming. If it's a male, it's just an uncomfortable look and like a free armrest. <laughs> oh, fight for your right to have an armrest. If you don't fight for it, you don't deserve it. But you claim the middle it, right? person deserves both of them. What's that? The middle person? Middle person? Mm-hmm. You're not. You don't deserve anything. I you think deserve both. You're born de- with the right to have an armrest. It completely depends on the person, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. But usually, if I claimed it, I'm taking it. If my arm's on oh, there. Yeah. This is mine now. You didn't. You didn't defend your armrest. <laughs> you didn't establish <laughs> dominance on the armrest. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> Taking toxic masculinity to the skies where it belongs. <laughs> uh, Wayne says, you find a $100 note lying in the street, but it has writing on it that clearly looks like lottery numbers and tomorrow's date. Do you use the numbers and place a $100 bet for tomorrow's lottery, or do you simply pocket the $100? Pocket it. I'm playing the lottery. I'm playing the lottery. I'm not <laughs> buying a hundred lottery tickets. Maybe oh, I'm just doing it. At most, I'll buy a dollar ticket and keep ninety nine dollars. I feel like that's a win all the way around. But you didn't have anything to begin, or you didn't have the hundred to begin with. So this is technically just free money. What you, do you win more if you have a hundred winning lottery tickets as opposed to one? It's the story that counts. <laughs> You're like, how'd you get this fifty million dollars? Well, well, I found a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> I bet yeah. it all. And I bought one lottery ticket. Potica did the other 99. <laughs> Scared money don't make money, Briar. <laughs> exactly. I, I am putting the money down. You don't make more money if you have 100 win- winning lottery tickets. I guess if, if there's another winner, you would. I mean, are you broke? Yeah. Would you pick up the money? You what t- if you get first, second, third, fourth, and get all the money? Yeah. What about that? I don't think that's how it works. It is. There's a second place. There's a third place. Yeah, there is. When when you match There's like uh, you know, number. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that changes things. Pardon my, <laughs> but mind. it's it's a small portion of it though. <laughs> Brian doesn't know how the lottery works. I don't. I actually don't play <laughs> lottery at all. Yeah, I don't either. The only time I'll play lottery is if somebody else is playing. Like if I go to the store with a friend who buys a ticket, I'll buy a ticket just so I can ch- share in the. Fun of like buying a lottery ticket and like watching the lottery t- picks the next day, yeah. but I'll never like go out on my own and buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, I've rarely bought a lottery ticket. I bought uh, lottery tickets for fun as like birthday stuff in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a, that's a good gift. It's a fun gift. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend in high school who used to steal rolls of scratch off tickets from a grocery store. Wow. Of course, you did, Briar. <laughs> You're like, this friend home. was Briar. That's what his name <laughs> no, was. No, it was not me. I swear to God. This was not me. He was but already robbing banks at that point. Molotov cocktails, <laughs> stealing lottery tickets. He'd come home with a roll of these things and just scratch them all off. But he had to 
he had to go to different places to turn them back in. Because obviously if somebody showed up with like, you know, 30 or 40 winning lottery tickets, like once a day, you'd catch on. So he'd have to go around the state to turn them in and get the money. Yeah, sprinkle it around. And anytime there was actually actual money, which he only got one time out of, uh, I don't know how many he stole, but I was, I guess it's over 40 rolls of tickets. Wow. He only got like big money once, and that was only like $5,000. So it doesn't pay. So, it doesn't pay to play the lottery, guys. He got fired from his job, but he didn't get arrested. I would assume so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, King Justin says, if you're at a restaurant and your waiter doesn't come back, are you now the waiter? Wait, one more time. Roll it back. <laughs> if you're at a restaurant and your waiter just doesn't come back, are you now the waiter? I would assume it would just be another waiter would be your waiter, but I'm going to say nobody sure. nobody comes? You're then waiting you, on the waiter. <laughs> then you also get to become the chef. Right. You, get, you can just go in the kitchen and make your own food. Hmm. I think. Is this a play on words? Like you're waiting? Yeah, it's a play. You're waiting on the waiter. waiter. Yeah. Okay. You're waiting on the waiter. You've but that's not waiter. as fun. I'm going to become the chef. That's my answer. One time I was at a bowling alley and the, the bartender was gone. And I'm like <laughs> waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Like at the bar. And I, like I'm here to bowl. I'm not here to wait at a bar. So I just end up grabbing a pitcher and like reaching over the bar and like pouring <laughs> the pitcher. But I was already kind of drunk, and actually, when I went out back, back onto the bowling alley, I tripped, and I fell. Oh, <laughs> picture of beer, <laughs> like a tidal wave across. <laughs> this is another, of course, Briar. Of I know, course, I'm not surprised of course. at all. <laughs> and the, the owner of the. <laughs> The owner of the <laughs> bowling alley comes over, or the manager or whoever he is, comes over and says, where did you get the beer? He's like, well, I couldn't find the bartender, so I poured it myself. He's like, sir, the bar is closed. <laughs> <laughs> kind of drunk. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> did you leave money for the alcohol? Oh, definitely. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, Hugo Rune says if everyone else in the world departed in a spaceship and left you behind so that everything in the world belonged to you where would you live what paintings would you have on your wall where would you be what would be the most ostentatious place to live oh, what would be the most ostentatious place you would crack one off <laughs> The Vatican. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter at that point. <laughs> like, wherever you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's only you recognizing that you cracked one. Right? I mean, at that point, pants are optional, right? Like, there's... You can just be naked all the time. Yeah. if Unless you're cold. <laughs> Depending on the climate that you choose to live in. Yeah. I would definitely go south. Yeah, living so I don't know. That's a tough one. You, the whole world is your option. Like it, it is hard because you're taking away the people, which you know you do take yeah. into consideration when moving somewhere. The people and language barriers, and sometimes it's a good thing the people and the language. So it's, yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. You'll just be thinking about what the weather, the type I of house. I think I'd be like 
where can I live that it's warm, but I'm but in the not least Florida. amount of danger? <laughs> well, consider this. Global warming basically just stopped because everybody's gone. Or climate <laughs> change. Sorry. So I feel like there's a easy acceleration, though, right? Like, it's not going to just stop. It's going to, like, it's going to slow down and then come to a stop. Well, yeah. The you know the reports are like if everybody stopped, you know then the deacceleration would happen and in yeah. less less of that issue. So I think it would be okay to go south in certain areas. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to go anywhere where there's like stuff that's gonna eat me or bite me. <laughs> like the Caribbean would be optimal, but I always be worried about hurricanes. Yeah. So then you'd have no warning, have no early warning system. All of a sudden, you'd yeah. be like, "Oh fuck, I think this is already." <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. There'd probably still be fires in California for a, a bit. Yeah, and earthquakes. Honestly, I might just earthquakes stay here. Are all right. But get like a really nice house by some really nice, peaceful water. Like there's beautiful places be in water in located, Washington. Right? You want to be and near you go, water? You can go fishing. Did the fish leave on the sh- spaceship? No, I think the fish. I don't think <laughs> okay. fish are spacefaring people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really tempted to like Mexico, actually. Maybe the Baja Peninsula. You don't want to get eaten by like a jaguar, though. A lot of jaguars there. <laughs> if all the people are gone, there's probably going to be some jaguars. They're going to be rising up, man. Come back. They the will jaguar rise Jaguar population is going to go up. It's going to so. yep. be yeah. tasty. How long is that going to take, though? Like 50 years? Mm, you do have some time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got time. It's <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the painting yeah, part. Ahead. Cause we didn't we didn't answer that. Uh, I do Starry Night. That's my favorite painting. That's a nice painting. I love that. Yeah, painting. but where is that? Like the Probably Guggenheim or something, or you know. I'm not making like a spare trip on my That's own across point. the Atlantic to go pick up Starry Night. Like I like that painting too. Yeah. But a print, I think you can probably Hold find on. See, locally. That, that changes the whole dynamic cha- because yeah. you technically <laughs> oh, no. can go anywhere in the world <laughs> because you're the only yes. person now. Well, yeah, you technically but how can, do you but get the logistics there? of it are frightening. I'm not a pilot. Well, that I mean, you're going to stay oh. at home then. <laughs> I'm just going to stay here. You. I'm not going anywhere. Right. I'll just move. I'll just, you know, there's really nice houses by really nice bodies of water in Washington. I'll just go move into someone's house. It's really nice. Find one of those like, geothermal homes, too. That's nice and warm, right? Mm, there you go. You so, mean like solar panel. To the side of a mountain? Solar panel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, the Mohican Nine says, "Who would win in a fight, Matilda from the Matilda movie, or Eleven from Stranger Things?" I'll be honest, I haven't watched Stranger Things. What? Really? <clears throat> what? I'm so surprised. I feel like I'd be right up your alley. Yeah. I don't watch much. Is it because it's TV? not anime? Probably. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I don't know Matilda at all. Matilda's currently an activist, so she's an got activist? space magics. Well, maybe not space magic. Magic. Yes. And, she, and she's a saving the world. Who's Matilda? I'm going to need like a power for power breakdown here. Like I, I'm not familiar enough with the powers that I feel like I've, I could make. Matilda saved a lot of children. Yeah. Has she ever yeah. hurt anybody? 
I don't know if she used her powers for bad. She was saving people. How? She's a superhero. She can move things with her mind. Can Eleven do that? Yeah. <laughs> she can move things with her mind, too. Yeah. My guess is yeah. that they both do the same thing. Hmm. Right? Probably. Draw? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Eleven's badass. Oh, okay. Here we Humble Tramp said Matilda had full control over all of her stuff while Eleven gets a bloody nose and messes herself up using her powers. Okay. So Matilda, so Matilda has more control, I guess. All right. She did mess up that principal in the movie. That's true. Matilda kicks some ass. The principal. There's a Matilda movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Pretty old. So it was no great. Stranger Things movie. So I really enjoyed them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last question of the evening. Sirius McDougal says, "I was at a Cajun restaurant recently in New Orleans." Oh, oh boy! They had fifteen pounds of crawfish and called it their mountaintop special. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Follow up <laughs> question. <laughs> Was it one of those mountaintop specials or something where you get a shirt if you complete it? Because then that pretty much cements my thoughts on. Yeah, I would pounds. agree. Like, is your name go up on the wall because you yeah. summited the mountaintop? Yeah. Is it possible to eat 15 pounds of crawfish? I think we're all in agreement. Yes, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> but is it normal? you get a free t-shirt and your picture on the wall for doing <laughs> yeah. it? Probably. People, and that's not normal. People competitively <laughs> eat. It does happen. Are we all competitively yeah. eating? No. Or do you just no. have do you have fifteen pounds of crawdads just as your regular meal on a Tuesday? Yeah, I think it made national news when some dude in Seattle <laughs> ordered fifteen pounds of crawfish, didn't it? It's like holy shit, so. some dude ordered fifteen pounds of crawfish. Was it? Wait, was it Patrick? He does <laughs> like live a here. Coach or something? I can't remember. I have to look it up. Maybe he's a coach. We don't he's know what he's doing. In the magic tournament. He's a he's a QA coach. We don't know. <laughs> Lunch is on me, guys. I'm ordering crawdads. <laughs> it makes me feel nonplussed. That's how it makes me feel. It makes me feel like I need to know if there's a t-shirt. Yes. Yeah. Follow-up question, please. We need to Also, if anybody ever sees this on a menu, please send us a picture. Yes. The mountaintop special, and it's please 15 do. pounds of crawfish, because I feel like that's got to be a reference to this show. Yes. <laughs> ha that has to be it, obviously. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. Is that the question? All right, that's going to do it. That's, that's it? That's Twitter questions. Nice. I think that's the show, awesome. right? Yeah. Nicely done. Well, that is episode 173 of DCP Live. Thank you very much for tuning in and watching. Appreciate all the support across the board from all the various channels. Uh, Error or EH Roar. Where can people <laughs> find you on the internet? Uh, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. All E-H-Roar, E-H-R-O-A-R. -R, all the same. Awesome. All three platforms. And let's say I... Have you ever considered to just like go in like the, that way? Like knowing that it was mispronounced by the big show and then being like, ah, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm just going to start saying it this way because... Yeah, that's, that's been the thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. A lot of people, when they see my name, they think E-H-Roar. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So you just dove in head uh, first. I like it. I respect yep. it. Yep. So if, yeah. if mm -hmm. someone, let's say I broke something in the game and I was like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I need to get this to you. How would I do that? Uh, my Twitter DMs are open and that's usually where they come. Cool. 
There it is. Awesome. Nice. Watts? Uh, I am Miss 5000 Watts. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Just look for Miss 5000 Watts. He's having a stare off. This is the this is the whole armrest situation all over again. Not moving my arm for the next six hours. I'm Briar Rabbit. You can see me trying to steal your armrest on a flight from Connecticut to Seattle. Stay I'm away from Connecticut. I never pee. <laughs> uh, I am Tefty Teft. You can talk to me at Teft on Twitter and catch my streams at twitch.tv forward slash Tefty Teft. Uh, once again, thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, whether you're live here on Twitch or checking out on um, Spotify podcasts or Apple podcasts and all those places or watching on the YouTube channel. Appreciate all the support across the board, guys. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week for another episode that's going to be in February yeah. of 2020 because January And over. we'll be Empyrean-ing. 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 Yes. Um, yes. Awesome. Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Yep.